bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Authorities are looking for the person whose donation to a Wisconsin Goodwill last week included ammunition and a live explosive device kicking off a bomb scare. The evacuation for the entire area. Is this guy dressed like a zombie? Employees at the thrift store made the startling discovery while inventorying donated items, prompting the evacuation of an entire city block for more than two and a half hours while authorities investigated. The bomb squad was dispatched to the scene and collected the explosive device identified by police as a, quote, cluster bomblet. Honey, I'm not using this bomb. Should I bring it to Goodwill? To be safely destroyed. No one was hurt in the incident, but cops are now searching for the mystery donor of the highly dangerous item. In a statement, the police department urged residents who have, quote, old military ordinance to contact it to ensure the device can be properly disposed of. Now, just drop it off at Goodwill. Somebody could use this. You ever go to the thrift shop and pick up a missile? You know, they got this stuff for everybody. How are your munitions today? Although the agent size of the cluster bomblet found at the Goodwill location was not immediately known, the use, transfer, production, and stockpiling of cluster munitions have been banned worldwide <laughs> since 2010 when the United Nations Convention on Cluster Munitions went into effect. Yeah, you got any thermonuclear devices there? Goodwill employees weren't the only ones to unexpectedly find themselves face-to-face with live explosive device in recent days. Earlier this month, a pair of fishermen in Scotland unknowingly reeled in a live World War II era grenade from the Union Canal as well. I love the name Bomblet. Sounds yeah. like something a Visco girl would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Bomblet. A lewd Halloween display in Lakewood, Washington is upsetting some parents in a nearby elementary school. The decorations feature skeletons in inappropriate positions. Yeah. While the homeowner refuses to take the boning bones down, the school has put up a privacy fencing so students can't see the display from their school. And the interesting thing is the owner, the homeowner has made one change and they've added a sign displayed out front that says, Dear Karen, challenge accepted. Next year, try polite. Ah. So I think someone had made a comment to this person probably rudely. Right, uh-huh. right. And instead of changing things, they took it to the next level. So uh, several other displays have caused upset nationwide, like a stripper skeleton in Utah City and a beheaded savior in New Orleans. There's always a bunch of these. Yeah. And sometimes they're really great. I agree. I agree. Uh, Sheriff's Office is investigating the death of a heavily armed man found dead Saturday morning at the Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park in Glenwood Springs. This is an amusement park. Uh, Authorities have not named the suspect, but a statement issued Monday uh, afternoon identified him as a 22-year-old man. It appears that the man broke into the caverns uh, after hours and was not directly tied to the park. Uh, The police said he was dressed in black, colored, tactical clothing, bearing patches and emblems that gave the appearance of being associated with the law enforcement. Enforcement. Uh, the suspect had been heavily armed with a semi-automatic rifle and semi-automatic handgun and multiple loaded magazines for both weapons. He was wearing body armor and what appeared to be a ballistic helmet. Improvised explosives were also found in the man's body and wow. in his vehicle, which was left outside of the park's entrance. The bomb squad successfully disarmed the bombs and swept the park for hidden devices. Uh, the suspect could have implemented an attack of devastating proportions in the park. So they think that he was trying for a mass shooting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently he took his own life. Huh. So, uh, well, that's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. If, yeah. Rather than taking out a whole bunch of people and then doing that. Yeah. 
Prior to announcing the weapons discovery, authorities also searched the man's home. They have not announced what was found there, but confirmed there is currently no threat to the public. The amusement they said a lot of Beanie Babies pressing. The amusement park is closed indefinitely as the investigation continues. Pretty wild, man. That oh, could this have, is the, that the, could have been bad. So this is the place that had the haunted mind drop that uh, you'd reported on that years ago. Uh, um, the, the, you know where they. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? It, well, I remember those... somebody died in an accident at a place that was kind of out in Colorado. I don't know if this is the same. Is this the same place you're talking it, about? If not, it looks very similar. Yeah, there might yeah. be some different outdoor parks right, right. out in the West like this, but I'm not sure. Uh, in England, uh, so this is a different, you know, the, we had the uh, the story about the, um, um, the Goodwill store. Right. But this is a charity-run thrift store in Wales, England, and is asking supporters to stop donating their used and unused sex toys to them, please. Oh, my gosh. We're coming in on the love side now. The Bernardo's store in Swansea, which supports the Bernardo's children's charity, issued a statement asking donors to be careful what they bring into the store. Uh, (laughs) The statement read, could those of you who kindly donate, please be mindful that we are a children's charity and as such, we have a range of ages on our wonderful volunteers tier team. We therefore ask that you refrain from donating your used and unused marital aids. We would like to... I wish he's dildos off in the sink. They're okay. Uh, we would like to remind you that the branch has video cameras so that uh, these items can be traced back to their owners. Thank you. It, it's fascinating what people think they can bring. Well, obviously from bombs to yeah. dildos. A representative for the charity store said that uh, the statement came after some recent inappropriate donations. Uh, the spokesperson said, we're always hugely appreciative of donations from the community, but it's fair to say that these items aren't quite the sorts of toys that we we are God. looking for. I got out my game. I'm boring. I bring shoes and like coats and stuff. Yeah. All right. And then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. Let's end with this one. Uh, in China, a woman in her 40s was brought to court for causing a scene at a cafe just because she received the wrong drink. Uh, they sentenced her to three months in prison for obstruction of a business. Now, in the story, the uh, people are uh, uh, notified as A, B, and C. So they okay. didn't use any of their names. So it says that A was charged with verbally abusing the ass- and assaulting employee B at a cafe. A is known to have hurled abuses at B, saying things like, open your eyes. Can't you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I know a lot of scary guys. I know a lot of scary guys. In addition, A caused a scene for about 10 minutes pulling down B's mask and entering uh, the drink preparation area without permission, hey! and the rampage did not end there. She was also charged with assault and insult for biting the calf of police officer C, who, resp- who responded to the report and kicking him. So that C bit the calf of C. Yeah. A reason A, the reason A caused a scene at the cafe was revealed during the police investigation. The kiosk malfunctioned and she received a different drink from the one she ordered, which led to an incident of her biting a cop in the calf. This doesn't give C carte blanche to bite someone's calf. No. Uh, she was sentenced to one to uh, one month to six years, uh, wait, um, one year and six months in prison and three years of probation. How long is that in letters? Don't really know. 93.3 WMMR. Audio on demand. Backstagecountry.com Your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE 
to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. It's the Bizarre File Podcast. A, a court documents revealed that for 40 years, a southern Indiana man stole thousands of rounds of ammunition from a naval depot without anyone being the wiser. Oh, that's great. And it wasn't until he was caught watching child porn in a Wendy's parking lot that the dominoes began to fall and his nearly half-century scheme at last was thrust into the light. Uh, there's so many things about this. but The, mm-hmm. the, the one overriding principle is that the guy was a moron and was caught by him being a moron. Yeah, Timothy Guy, 76 years old, was recently oh, sentenced great. to five years in federal prison after pleading guilty to possession of a firearm, firearm and ammunition as a convicted felon. Grandpa's going to Wendy's. Does anybody want anything? Also receiving stolen U.S. government property in possession of child sexual abuse material for 40 years. Jeez. From 1966 to 2004, Guy was employed as an explosives handler at the Crane Army Ammunition Activity, a U.S. military installation located within Naval Support Activity Crane, which is southwest of Bloomington and contains ammunition depots. Um, Unbeknownst, for decades, Guy lied to his superiors by falsifying documents to make it appear as if ammunition had been destroyed, while in reality, Guy had smuggled it out of the facility and stockpiled it at home. Over the course of his time at Crane, Guy smuggled more than 10,000 rounds of ammunition out of the facility, along with five firearms, including three rifles and two pistols. So think about how meticulous he'd have to be to pull this off, and yet he is so overtly obvious watching kitty porn in the parking lot that he gets caught. But Guy's ammunition theft scheme was only uncovered because of a completely different crime. Court documents uh, said uh, that as part of his sentence, he was ordered to serve six years on probation following his release from federal prison, and he will also have to register as a sex offender after this. Jeez. Uh, Let's see. Okay, here we go. (laughs) What was supposed to be another luxurious stay at the Ritz-Carlton turned nightmarish for one couple. Now, uh, their names are being held secret, so they're going by Jane and John Doe of Washington State. They arrived at the Oceanfront Luxury Half Moon Bay Resort for the weekend of November 18, 2022, to visit their daughter attending a nearby university for Thanksgiving and celebrate Jane's birthday. However, plans were significantly derailed after Jane had a sip of Ritz-Carlton branded water bottle that was contaminated with semen. Oh, my God! No. I never knew you could order that! Jane and John are suing the $800 a night resort, Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and Marriott International, along with unnamed defendants. I'll tell you what, for what they charge for water, there should be semen in it. The plaintiffs have not identified themselves in a lawsuit claiming to avoid harassment, injury, ridicule, and personal embarrassment. However, it's not only the plaintiffs' identities that are unknown. According to the lawsuit, at least 10 defendants are unidentified because the hotel company allegedly refuses to identify employees present that weekend to the couple and local law enforcement. Lawsuit alleges that the visit began normally. On the night of November 18th, the couple realized that they were out of water. They called the front desk for some more. Moments later, a male employee arrived with at least five bottles and had no reason to believe that the bottles were tampered with and defiled. I brought you water. Jane went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night and reached for a bottle. According to her, she knew something was wrong and alerted hotel security and management. Jane said the water's taste and texture were off, and she initially thought it was a chemical contamination before she started to suspect 
suspect that it was semen. This would later be confirmed in January of 2023 after a claim adjuster told the couple over the phone that the water was defiled with semen. God. The lawsuit claims that one of the hotel's employees put it into a Ritz-Carlton bot- labeled water bottle, water bottle, delivered it to their room, and then uh, she drank the contaminated water before she realized that it had been defiled by a criminal deviant and that she had been sexually assaulted, according That's to... That's what this. it is. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait and see exactly what Oof. comes of this. Hey. But I'll keep an eye on it for you and see if anything uh, surfaces. I hope they gave him a discount. In Florida, a man pointed a firearm at and an off-duty Florida Highway Patrol trooper while driving next to him on Sunday afternoon. Matthew Timothy Ryder got agitated due to slow-moving traffic and focused his attention on the trooper in his personal vehicle. The trooper oh, was dressed in normal clothes with his family members in his personal car. Ryder driving a red Chevy pickup truck began driving alongside the trooper, speeding up and slowing down, yelling and using hand gestures <laughs> despite the trooper ignoring him. I then pulled out a firearm, displayed it, and then pulled pointed it at the trooper. Jeez. The trooper reported the incident. They couldn't find his car on the highway. Instead, they went to his home. You want to go? Later arrested him. Ryder is charged with three counts uh, each of unlawful display of a weapon and aggravated assault with a weapon because you never know who that person might be, dear friend. Uh, this has a, a fairly good end to it. Uh, one of two missing fishermen was found alive after spending two weeks adrift in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. It was discovered by, discovered by a Good Samaritan uh, vessel about 70 miles from Cape Flattery in Washington. Uh, the Canadian Coast Guard brought him to shore. He was reported to be in stable condition by the U.S. Coast Guard. The missing boat named Evening with two people aboard had left Westport, Washington October 12th. Was expected back on the 15th. An extensive search along the coastline covering 14,000 square miles uh, was actually suspended. Uh, the survivor was spotted by and rescued by a Canadian crew while drifting on a raft like a couple of days after they gave up the search. That's amazing. He has spent 13 days alone on the raft and he survived on salmon. I don't know if he was able to catch salmon while he was, you know, living on that or well, that's not. That's pretty resourceful. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, and then one last story. An unidentified man was filmed jumping into the World Showcase Lagoon at Epcot in Orlando for $6,000. The bearded man, dressed in black, is shown scaling the railing of a bridge Monday afternoon and then jumping in. I'm gonna do it. Uh, footage captures an accordion playing in the background. Orlando! As guests urge the man to either jump or come back. Uh, the Dis Family Adventures YouTube channel says that they promised $6,000 to the unnamed man if he took the plunge. Uh, and one passerby could heard me saying, you're going to get kicked out of Disney, mister. <laughs> and course, he was. He was. And they'll uh, ban him for life, I'm sure. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Thanks for listening to Preston and Steve's Bizarre File podcast. Go to PrestonandSteve.com, click on demand for full show podcasts and to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And thanks for listening.